on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. This is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. 61 to 61, final minute. Robinson with it. Got it to Colonel. Back to Robinson. Dribbling over, stopping, more, corner, Duncan for three again! She got it again! Back-to-back threes from Sham Duncan! 40 seconds left to play. Mean Green in front by three, 64 to 61. That was the call as we welcome you in here to Rudy's Barbecue. Second edition, one was canceled last week due to weather of the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show, and we start, as always, our segment with the head coach of the Mean Green women's basketball team, Jason Burton. And um, before I go any further, South Florida, 65-61 win at South Florida. Since 2014-2015, South Florida was 110-20 in Tampa. They are now 110 and 21. How about that? What a call too. And that was a that was a great <clears throat> great call by you. I loved it. I love watching it back and and then Reed clipped it up and 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 did your voice over on it and, and man, what a call. What a game. Yeah, that was uh, an unbelievable game. It's now a 5 game win streak for your team. And you know, we we talk over and over again about putting the conference on notice and letting everyone know who and what Mean Green women's basketball is this season. And we kind of talked about this post-game, but, I mean, there's putting the conference on notice, and then there's putting the conference on notice in a place that, over the last decade, has been nearly impossible to win at. Yeah, sometimes that's locker room talk, that we talk <laughs> that it gets leaked out there, and, and then you have Desiree Colonel who just doesn't care. She's going to say whatever she – and that's how confident she is in the team is playing right now, which, which I love the confidence that we're playing with. It's It's – it's a reason why we're able to, to, to be in these games and win these games. You don't, you don't just go to South Florida and, and, and win over there. I mean, that, that team, they've always been players. I mean, they had three of the top five scorers in the league last year. Um, they've gone to, what, eight NCAA tournaments in the last ten years. I mean, they, they, they got a machine over there. So to go to South Florida and win that game was huge for, for us and, and huge for our confidence moving forward. Their top scorer, I, I mean, well, I guess before I – they're all top in here. Um, every sports cliche I can use, gritty, hard-fought, tough, whatever you want to say. You held their leading score to just five points in that game. Um, man, I mean, grinding out a win. I, I said hang, hanging on, when it happened, hanging on against and fighting back and eventually getting the win against Arkansas Pine Bluff was maybe the toughest 40-minute win I've seen in my five years of doing this. I feel like that game surpassed it because it was a game of runs. There was a 6-0 here, a 9-0 here, a 4-0 here, but no one ever led by more than five points. And so just to, to fight that hard for 40 minutes, that, that impressed me way more than even the Pine Bluff game did from your players. The acting by South Florida didn't impress you? Uh, I mean, that did a little bit too, but. Yeah, we got, we got to take a class on that because sometimes, I mean, some of the hits, and, you know, Desiree can talk to him a little bit. She, she's not the most physical person 
But she <laughs> bumped somebody, and it was like, oh, my God. It was so dramatic. And, and uh, um, but it was a fun game. And I thought, you know, what was fun about, about the game? And, and just, like, it's, it's exciting to see our team get better in a way that they, they stay composed. Um, you know, down 18 against Wichita State, stay composed. You find a way to come back and win that game. And, that, and then you go over to SMU, and in that environment, man, put our foot on the gas to start that game, take off and, and stay composed that whole game. And, a, a, you know, a rivalry game, we hadn't won this since 1989. Um, and then the same thing at South Florida. And, and, and their preseason pick to win the league, um, and they have a player. I mean, uh, they're all foreign names. And so, but 23, 6'3", she's out there playing like Kevin Durant shooting over us. Um, Romy Levy, Romy, I man. And – but I just thought you look at our players' eyes throughout all these games, and they consistently believe that they're going to win the game. And, uh, you know, Sham Duncan, who was supposed to be here, <coughs> obviously had some things going on, but, um, you know, didn't have the best first half, didn't have the best third quarter, but we kept talking about how, you know, she's a player for us, and she's going to make some big plays on the stretch. And then you hit the two threes that win us the game back-to-back to end the game for us. Um, we just have the players on the team that are stepping up and making big plays and being consistent. And it's, it's, it's fun to be around them. It's fun to coach them. And, and um, the, probably the leader of that funness is over there. So <laughs> I, I'm excited to hear her on the radio. <laughs> but, you know, you, you talk about that never, never say die kind of attitude that this team has. Going back, because it's been two weeks since we've had a show here, we didn't get a, ta- a chance to really talk about the 18-point comeback win against Utah State. And you told me after that game, and then I asked you again pregame before um, SMU, you said your culture won that game against Wichita State. For the people here at Rudy's and the people listening at home, expound on what you mean by your culture allowed you to come back and win that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you go, <coughs> you get into some timeouts and, and – um, you look up, you're at home, you're down 18, you're used to winning. And, and sometimes as a coach, especially, you know, first year together, you don't know what those huddles are going to sound like. And every time we walk back to the huddle, they're talking about the right, the right things. You know, it's easy to start pointing the blame at people or, or, you know, have your head down. But the whole time they're talking about, hey, let's, let's get out, let's go get a kill. Hey, we need to do this better. Get the ball to the paint. Like they're talking about what we need to do to win the game versus – pointing fingers, having heads down, or, or not sounding confident. They thought the whole time that the comeback was going to happen, and then it did. And then they messed around, and they knocked DK on the ground. And then, you know, there's, there's Tell a, stop, that story there's a stoppage quick. of play. Uh, you know, normally we take our time to get out there. We, we give them a chance to get up. And finally, the athletic trainers go out there. So I go out there, too. And she was just tired. She needed, she needed, a, she needed a breather. But she's like, Coach, just give me 30 seconds. I'll be ready. And then she said, they shouldn't have did that. <laughs> and, you know, at that point, you know, you're like, okay, we're about to win this game. That's incredible. And then briefly to SMU, I mean, a place where the Mean Green women have not won since 1989 yeah. in Moody Coliseum. I mean, even SMU, they keep it close at times, but it just never felt like you guys did not have control of that game for basically the entire time. I'm glad you felt that way. Did it feel different? No, nah, it just <laughs> <laughs> You're coaching the game, and you get excited. You're up 10-0, and, and we start the game out that way. But then they come right back, and they make it a four-point game. And uh, we, we bring the lead, the lead back out. And then right before halftime, they cut it to four points. And so you're like, man, can we ever pull away and just keep distance? And then, you know, we end up 
um, go on a four run to end the first half and, and get up eight at halftime. And then we come out in the second half and then uh, things just start clicking again and they don't stop clicking. And so, um, yeah, in the second half, you start feeling like, okay, we're about to, we're about to win this game and this is about to be uh, just huge for our university and for our programs to, to go to a rival school and win the game at a place that hadn't, you know, that hadn't happened in forever. Since all of our players had been alive, it hadn't happened. Uh, man, it, 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 was, it was a feel-good moment for our, player, for our players, for our team, for our, our entire program because uh, every one of those wins, especially the road wins, you just get that belief like, man, we had a chance to, to keep doing this and do it on a big scale and, and have a chance to win the league. And now you look up and want a five-game winning streak after losing that at Charlotte, which, you know, we lost that game on the free throw line, right? We shot 46% from the free throw line, missed 14 free throws. And ever since then, we've been shooting a lot of free throws in practice. And, and you look at somebody like Tamisha Lampkin, who went 0 of 9 from the free throw line that game. But then last night, or uh, Saturday night, she's 5 of 6. And she, she's consistently now stepping up to the free throw line with confidence, knocking down free throws. And that's no longer an Achilles heel. And we're number two in the country as far as free throws attempted, right behind LSU. And, but we weren't, we weren't shooting at a, we weren't making at a high enough rate. Now that we're starting to make at a much better rate, you're seeing us finish out games. And so, um, you know, little things that we needed to clean up are starting to get cleaned up. Our defense is a lot better. And I thought our defense was great to start the year. But as you go into America and you start playing better teams, um, there was a little learning curve. And, and, and we've cleaned some things up. And, and they're buying into playing high-level basketball on both ends of the floor. And so it's starting to come together for us. Someone who's bought in to your coaching style and your program for five years now, starting back at A&M Commerce, is going to be our player guest next. And Desiree Colonel, uh, talk to me about DK. Um, there she's been for you, not only at North Texas, but for four years at A&M Commerce. And why you, when you got the job here at North Texas, she needed to come along with. Uh, sometimes you get, you just get players that are, once-in-a-lifetime type of players and, and leaders, and, and she is that, you know. She's, she's grown up a whole lot. Um, she, she graduated with her degree this summer, and, and so she's working on her second degree. But, you know, when you're going to a new place and you talk about the culture and how you want the culture to be, and you talk about winning, right, she's somebody that's about to win her 100th career game in college basketball. That, that almost never happens. Um, to win 100 games, she knows how to win. And so that was one thing that, you know, it's teaching the offense and the defense. Those are, those are things that, as coaches, we got to do that, right? But to consistently be on the floor and demonstrate, hey, this is what it looks like to win. This is how we got to be day in and day out. This is how we should look in the game. Um, and then one of the people that are saying the right things before the game, during the game, um, and throughout road trips as to what we have to do to win. But also that, like, she is somebody that is, doesn't want to just take the credit. She's going to shine lights on everybody around her. She's going to hype her teammates up. And you need that in the locker room. When, when your best players are ones that aren't about me, they're about us, they're about, you know, making sure, like, when, when Sham was down, when Sham hit the two big threes, the first person in her face congratulating her and hyping her up is DK. And, you know, Sham goes down right after, after that second three, and, and we need her for a stop. And, and Desiree is not going to let her leave the game. She's like, no, you're – you're staying on the floor. We need you for this. And so when you have a player that, is, that has that type of mentality, it's just infectious. And she is infectious in, in such a positive way. Um, and then, you know, she got awarded by Denton ISD this year. 
and an award that they normally give to one of their employees um, gave to her because of the work that she did this summer and, and with them volunteering and, and um, she's just grown into somebody that is whatever she does beyond North Texas, she's going to make that company a, a, a lot of money, but she's going to impact so many lives because of just the type of person that she is. Well, Desiree Colonel will be next after we take this quick break on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas and Pankicanas, White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Do you believe in the mean green? For over 60 years, Bill Utter Ford has been a proud sponsor of the North Texas Wheel Club. Every mean green alumni and student gets special discounts through our X-Plan pricing program. And come check out the all-new, totally redesigned Billiter Ford with free Wi-Fi, a Starbucks coffee bar, and over 500 vehicles to choose from. We're located on the utterly affordable side of the Metroplex in Denton, Texas, and at BillitterFord.com. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue here at I-35 in Teasley and Denton in Green Basketball Coaches Show. First half hour des uh, designated to the women's basketball team. We're going to step away from Coach Burton for a second and talk to one of his players. And we've got someone who's averaging 16 points a game right now, eight rebounds. She's got six double-doubles this year, shooting 53% from the floor. And one of the best players in the country at getting to the free throw line, Desiree Colonel. Thanks for spending part of your Monday here with us. Yes, of course. <laughs> so let's let's run the clock back a little bit before we kind of get into the A's and O's. You're from Newton, Kansas. Yes. Did you spend your entire childhood there, most of it? Did you hop around a bit? What's the um, story there? I mean, I was born in Oklahoma City, moved to Kansas when I was like four or five-ish, then just spent my whole life in Kansas there until high school, then went to Commerce in Texas. <laughs> so... You start, as you said, you start with Coach Burton at uh, at A&M Commerce, which at the time was a Division II program. Mm -hmm. um, your first three years, I believe, there was yes. Division II. So, so you start off at the Division II level. I guess before I even really get into that, though, when in your high school career at Newton did you kind of realize that, 
hey, I'm really this whole basketball thing. <laughs> I can play this at the next level, get an education in the process. When did that kind of make an appearance in your mind? Um, I think it was junior um, after a ball, you know, in senior year in high school, you can't play AAU basketball no more. And so getting like offers, getting letters sent to me at home directly to me, um, it kind of just hit my mind then like, okay, I guess I am good enough. I can play at the next level. And that's just what I did. <laughs> so you end up going to commerce. Mm -hmm. What sold you on Coach Burton and his staff there at Commerce at the time? What sold me? Well, let me just say, before I even went to Commerce, I was about to commit to Cleveland State. I wasn't even supposed to go to Commerce. Um, then Coach Brown, his assistant at the time, called me on a Monday. I was supposed to commit to Cleveland on that, t that next Tuesday. Um, then I went to, just went to Texas, drove out there, and just as soon as I hit Texas, it just felt like an automatic home. And that's just something that, like, when... You're in high school, that's what you hear the most when you commit to a college. Make sure it's home, make sure it feels like home, make sure you're comfortable. And just as soon as I got there, the campus, the family, it just, it just was natural to me. And then sitting down with Coach Burton, Coach Brown, um, they just, it was a familiar style of play in like coaching talks, a uh, coach talking to me. And that's just, that's just something that I knew that I needed for college. Um, and not only that, I think a male coach, because I've had a lot of male coaches in my previous college careers. And just seeing him and seeing the way he was talking to me, I knew he was going to motivate me in the right place and get me to where I wanted to go. And so I just signed him papers right there in that office. <laughs> so your first three, as we said earlier, your first three years at Commerce are at the Division II level. Um, in this process, A&M Commerce jumps up to Division I, mm -hmm. your senior year. They go from the Lone Star Conference, which if people don't know, a really good yeah. Division II basketball conference, and then they go up to the Southland Conference for your year. And you went through it your senior year because of an injury to one of your teammates mm -hmm. who is also your best friend off the court. <laughs> yes. Tell me a little bit. Of, and she, by the way, came over here to North Texas with you and Coach Burton and Deani Robinson. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Deani, y'all's friendship and how that grew at Commerce to when she tore her ACL almost this time last year, mm -hmm. um, how that made you through a very obviously unfortunate circumstance, mm -hmm. grew you into the player that you are today, but starting with your friendship with Diani. Um, my friendship with Diani is unbreakable. Um, right when I went to Commerce, it wasn't the first day, but the second day, me and Yanni, we just clicked, we bonded, we were in each other's rooms all the time, talking about everything and everything. Um, and then we just clicked from there. We have not separated from that second day of college. Um, and just Diani, she's, like you said, she's my best friend. We talk about everything. We do everything together. And it just makes it more memorable for us. Um, we have so many memories together, not only on the court, but off the court. And not only with Burton, but also our teammates. And so it's just amazing to have because I never would to think coming into college I'd actually find my other half. And that's just exactly what I did. And I'm so thankful for her. I'm so thankful for Burton for giving me this opportunity to find her. And like I said, I don't ever want to replace the out of my life. I know she's going to be a lifetime friend. Um, and then just going into the season with her, going into the Southland specifically, um, I was a little bit nervous, you know, going up to D1. We've been D2 for so long. We were kind of getting a little bit comfortable. Um, but we knew that we could play at that division. We knew that we could, you know, make a statement at that time. And then when going down for her injury on my birthday, um, it was really heartbreaking, not only for me, but for her as well. Seeing it, like, with my own two eyes was, I just didn't think it was real. Um, 
But then after going down on her injury, Burton told me, like, you know, I got to step up my role. And my role was already big at that time in commerce, and I, I could step it up a little bit bigger. Um, I just had to fulfill it, and that's exactly what I did. I had to tell myself the right things. Um, my encouragement from Burton, not only that, my teammates was incredible, and it just made me just become the player that I am today, and I just, I'm thankful for everything. I neglected to mention, by the way, while in Division Two, you were a Division Two All-American, yes, by the way. I am. With so, my best friend. <laughs> with Deani Robinson, yes. both Division Two All-Americans yes. at Commerce. Um, you know, and, and we look at this North Texas team now. I mean, the experience you got having to play basically anything, everything, after Deani went down at Commerce your senior season and getting here to North Texas with her. I mean, we've talked about it when I've interviewed you mm -hmm. post-game at games. Um you know, this was a team that went 11 and 20 last year, and now it's 15 and three. Mm -hmm. um, just how how big is it from the the returning players around you, the new faces who are in the locker room that have made this team so successful? I know we still got a lot of basketball to play, but 15 <laughs> and three is still 15 and three. Yes. Um, you know, well, when Burton, I know his first words even coming here was, "We are going to change the culture. We're going to change the mindset." And like I've been saying. We're going to change the opinion of UNT women's basketball. We're, we're writing our story completely. Like, new chapter, new book, all of it. Um, and just, like, coming here, and like he kind of said, too, being a veteran and being with him for five years, I kind of know what to say, what to say to the new players. Um, and kind of also, like you said, like, their record wasn't very good last year. Um, but I knew coming, I knew Burton coming into this new university and being able to change it, I knew that it was fun to just be something that was un unbelievable. I can't even talk because that's just how just I am for it. And I just knew it was going to get done. And I don't remember what game it was, but I knew that that's when we passed the record last year. And it's just something that we're going to keep rewriting. Um, I'm so, so, so incredibly proud of this team. And like you said, we have a lot more basketball to go. And I know that we are going to keep breaking records. We're going to keep shining, shining our stars. And we're just going to, like I said, we're going to keep writing our, rewriting our story, guys. And so just don't. Wait for it to end, because it's not ending. <laughs> well, that's DK, Desiree Colonel, our visit here at Rudy's Barbecue. Give a hand for her, just incredibly representative of this program. DK, thanks, thanks for uh, spending a little bit of your with Thank us Thank you today. for having me. I enjoy being here with you guys. All righty. The Coach's Show continues. The Mean Green Basketball Coach Show after this quick break here at uh, Rudy's Barbecue. I-35 in Teasley and Denton. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Today tastes like game day at home. 
like assigned couch seating. <laughs> Tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today, tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. Be up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next And welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue as we continue the Mean Green Coaches Show basketball edition here at Rudy's. I-35 and Easley in Denton will wrap up the women's basketball half of the show. Back to Coach Jason Burton. And, um, you know, Coach, uh, you could have a three-hour-long conversation with Desiree Colonel. You should about... have had me on with her so I can embarrass her. Oh, man, we well, did. okay. We'll do that next time. <laughs> but... Just an incredible human being, an incredible representative yeah. of this program, just an all-around outstanding person for the fact that she's an outstanding basketball player. She's having an incredible year, though. I, 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 her numbers are incredible. You know, to start the year, she was number one in the country in free throws made. and She's still top four in the country in free throws made. And we're through 18 games. Like, that's, that's no small thing to be – top four in the country as far as free throws made. And then you look at it, she's shooting 50% from above 50% from the field, above 40% from three and 80% from, from the free throw line. Those are pro numbers. Like those numbers don't just happen. And then you look at Tamisha Lampkin and she's top four in the country in field goal percentage on the conference in field goal percentage. We have number one and number two in the conference in field goal percentage. That just doesn't happen. So our front court for one is, is one of the best in the country. Uh, I've said it all year, our front court was going to be the best in the conference, but they're showing to be one of the best front courts in the country right now. And then as a team, they're just doing incredibly well. Um, and they don't stop feeding them the ball. Like they can't, as a post, you lie on your teammates to get you the ball. And if they're not getting you the ball, then you can't do what they're doing. But it's, it's been incredible right now what our team is, is doing and, and those two are leading the way. 15-3 and three record, by the way, if I haven't said that already. 5-1 and one in conference play. That is currently tied with UAB and Rice for first place in the American Conference. Just an unbelievable uh, run through, through the first 18 games of this season and the first six in conference play. Uh, two games before our next coaches show. One is on Wednesday, 6.30 against Tulane. And then we've got Sunday at 2 against UAB. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, though, is a whiteout. Uh, for this Mean Green Women's Basketball Program. And, man, when you're 15-3, and three, Coach, I mean, support is huge. We need everybody here. Everybody's like, got to be at the Super Pit so Wednesday night. I don't want to downplay Tulane because Tulane's playing really good basketball. They're just 1-5 in the conference right now. Um, and every game, when you're trying to win the league, every, every game counts. Um, but we have to win in the Super Pit. Like we gotta, and the great thing about our schedule, the way it's lined up, we're 5-1. and one, and we've played four road games. So majority of our conference schedule left is at home. Um, and it's been a great place all year, but it's got to be even louder 
moving forward. So we got Tulane on Wednesday in the whiteout, and then you already said it, we're tied with UAB for first place. And so that game on Saturday could be, you know, it's going to be a pivotal game regardless. One of those games to be either give you separation or for us to take the lead and be the sole team in first place. We'll see what, what happens with Rice this week. Uh, but it's a huge week for us. It's just continuing to climb and, and um, you know, se separate ourselves from the rest of the pack. Again, Tulane Wednesday at 6.30. We need everybody to be out there at the Super Pit making noise for your first place Mean Green women's basketball team. If you can't make it, though, the broadcast will be on the free Varsity Network app with a 6 p.m. pregame show before that 6.30 tip-off. Coach Burton, as always, we appreciate your time uh, spending your Monday with us, and uh, good to have yes, you on sir. the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's Jason Burton. We'll take a break, switch gears here to men's basketball from Rudy's Barbecue, I-35 and Teasley in Denton on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next in line. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating, <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining, and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. There are three words that fuel excitement at Bill Utter Ford. Ford Truck Month. At Bill Utter Ford, we have trucks that are especially priced to move off our lot and right to your front door. Why wait? The time is now to keep on trucking in a new truck that's tough enough and smart enough to keep you moving and grooving. Let us save you thousands off all the inventory we have in stock. Stop by and visit us or shop with us online at BillUtterFord.com, a Denton County tradition for over 67 years. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervantes Bank and Connors, White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. 
on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. This is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. And welcome back to Rudy's. I-35 and Teasley in Denton as we now shift gears and talk men's basketball. And we welcome in the head coach of the Main Green men's basketball team, Ross Hodge. Coach, thanks for joining us here today. Glad to be here. And my goodness, uh, since we last talked two weeks ago, you had a big, we'll start with Temple, big win over Temple, uh, 69 to 51. That was the 16th consecutive win your team has posted at the Super Pit dating back to last season. Temple, sneaky good team, notably one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. You held them to four of 18. You had to be pretty com or pretty happy coming away with that big of a win at the Super Pit, continuing to defend your home court. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it was just about two weeks ago. It feels like a lifetime ago. Um, but yeah, we knew that they, uh, they made a lot of threes. They shot a lot of threes. They didn't necessarily shoot a for high percentage, but, uh, they, they made as many threes as anybody in the league. So going into that game, definitely wanted to make sure that we were, uh, getting them all contested and, and, um, you know, making it hard on them, and I think I think we did. That Temple game does seem like two weeks ago. We're getting off a really long trip. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the roller coaster that was the highs and lows of a, a five-day trip um, on the first full week of classes? There's a lot going on last week. Yeah, I'm sure our guys were heartbroken to have to miss the first week of classes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I it was it was it's the longest trip of the year. Um, Left Tuesday, got back late Saturday night. Uh, knew it was going to be a big challenge, man. The the uh, the league's really good this year. The depth of the league, if you've been like just kind of scoreboard watching, and you really can't predict anything just looking at records alone, you know. And I mean, I think we all we're human, so we all look. Oh well, they're you know they're four and one. This team's one and four. They should beat this team by this many points. And if you've looked the scores. Um, it just hasn't been that way, and particularly on the road. So we knew going into that week that we had two road challenges. Um, you know, hadn't played at East Carolina. I'd played there one time when I was an assistant at Southern Miss. Knew it was a hard place to play. And then, you know, Charlotte traditionally, uh, I think now we're we're one and four um, playing there, and, and we lost three in a row there. So we knew, like, just how difficult that game was going to be. Yeah, and they were physical. I mean, that was that was a team, you know, Zach, you and I doing what we do. We look at, at rosters real quick. Well, it pops out when you've got three guys 6'10 or taller, and we don't have anybody 6'10. You know there's going to be some physicality down low, and, and they brought it. Yeah, no doubt you got to give them a lot of credit, man. They, uh, they made it extremely difficult to get the ball into the paint area and felt like we contributed to that a little bit, settling early. And, again, each each team is a little different. And some teams, you know, they fight you as hard to get the quality shots that you want, and to their credit, they did. And the difference with them is they make you guard them as well, where a lot of teams, defensively, we can frustrate them, and they'll shoot quick, bad shots. But the combination of 
you know, them executing their offense, making us for guard for long periods of time, and then us being a little impatient on the offensive end, dug ourselves an early hole, and despite as bad as we played, cut it to five with like seven or eight minutes to go, but just couldn't make the plays down the stretch. And then the, the first leg of that road trip, the East Carolina game, have you ever in your life been a part of a game with that wild of an ending? We've had some wild endings. Um, Have you ever had full court quarterback no, throw in? No, no, and I think you can, I mean, I think you can coach a long time, um, which, you know, have been fortunate to tell people all the time, you can't get fooled by my boyish good looks. Um, <laughs> I have been coaching for about 25 years. Um, but you can coach a long, long time forever and not experience, you know, a play like that. But we've came really close to executing that play in the past. Um, you know, you longtime fans, I don't know if you remember, but in 2020, the year we won the first championship game, La Tech beat us at the Daquan Bracey made a, a just a crazy running right hand shot to put them up one with about a second and a half, and we ran the same play, and that just mistimed, just mistimed his wedge, and Thomas threw the ball out of bounds. And so it's a play that we've been running, we've, we've run since we've been here, and we, you know, we run it a couple times a week. We run it every game day, and, um, you know, those guys, when they get up here, they can talk to you a little bit more about the execution piece of it. But um, to their credit, there, there definitely wasn't any panic. Um, and Felton for East Carolina made an incredible shot. I mean, Rondell Walker couldn't have defended it any better. I mean, he put the ball back over his head and, and made a bank shot directly in front of the basket, which is a very difficult – you don't see those banked in a lot. But our guys didn't panic. They knew we had a timeout, composed, got organized, and then executed the play perfectly. Yeah, when it, when it left his hands, I, I – fully thought he was throwing it out of the gym. I mean, because if you go back and look at the replay, I mean, A. Scott puts everything into that throw, but the fact of the matter was, you got the second most experienced player in the nation in Robert Allen back there, and he gets a nice little, he creates a little space for himself, and thankfully that didn't get called, but he gets a little push, ball gets right in his hands, right where it has to be, and he's aware that he, he doesn't have to rush. And I think that was the key, because you always tell these guys, you've got a little more time than you think. Don't rush. And even with a minute or a second and a half, he just fluidly finished the play. Yeah. And um, like I said, man, credit, credit to him, credit to our, they, there was no panic and just executed it, executed it perfectly. And, um, you know, the, the, the ball refs are human as well. He's everyone, even if you're trying not to fight the earth, like you're tracking the light of the ball. And so you can get a little nudge. Yeah. in there because he's he's like everybody else. I mean he's watching the ball and um you know again you know their player and and Rob and you you start running this way a little he went that way and Rob positioned himself perfectly and caught it and had the composure to finish the layup and then get back get back up and sprint back and and not let them do it to you. Yeah, Asar's shot is very close to going in. Yeah, it, it, it was back to back. It was crazy. online. It was just a little left. Um, and you know, sometimes you, even when you win, sometimes you may actually feel bad in the in the manner that you won. But the fact that they banked in the shot before we <laughs> made that one, I did not feel bad. I did not feel bad at all. <laughs> not at all.
So we'll take a quick break here, but when we come back, uh, we'll talk to both Robert Allen and Aaron Scott. Just briefly tell me about those two, the kind of people they are, and what they bring to this program. Um, both mean so much. Obviously, you know, Aaron just uh, – you guys have heard me talk about it, just him, him deciding to stay here. And, uh, you know, like it's rare. It's rare in college basketball nowadays. Um, and, you know, just the leadership that he's presented, especially in Ruben's absence over the last few days, the last few weeks, the, the ability to like vocally communicate on the floor to his teams. He's grown so much in that area. And then, like you said, like such a blessing to have Rob, his experience um, in his maturity, you know, being one of the most seasoned players in all of college basketball, his perspective on basketball, not only life, really helps so many people in our program, myself included. Well, we'll talk to both of them after this quick break here. This is the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show at Rudy's, I-35 and Teasley in Denton. Robert Allen and Aaron Scott are next. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Do you believe in the Mean Green? For over 60 years, Bill Utter Ford has been a proud sponsor of the North Texas Wheel Club. Every Mean Green alumni and student gets special discounts through our X-Plan pricing program. And come check out the all-new, totally redesigned Bill Utter Ford, with free Wi-Fi, a Starbucks coffee bar, and over 500 vehicles to choose from. We're located on the utterly affordable side of the Metroplex in Denton, Texas, and at BillerFord.com. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Clock rolls, Hayes to the right side, to Walker. Now left side for Felton. Felton at the top of the key, pulls up, it's a two-point shot, and he banked it in with three seconds left. Felton banked in a jumper from the high lane. Still three seconds left, 59-58. Scott, no one guarding him. Home run ball, throws it towards the rim to Allen, and he'll score it at the one-second mark. He scored it on a brilliant pass. Now the inbounds to his arm, three-quarter point. He rams it up, but misses to the left. What a touchdown pass by Aaron Scott. And Allen got behind it with one second left in the mean green. Win it in Greenville, 60 to 59. Holy cow, walk the plank. The Pirates are upset. 
but the Mean Green come away with the victory. That was the call from Hank Dickinson in a 60-59 win for the Mean Green over East Carolina. We're now joined by the two players who made that play happen, Robert Allen and Aaron Scott. I mean, have you guys ever just thought about walking over to Eric Morris's office and trying out for the football team? <laughs> no, not me. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I know he's got he's got a lot of good receivers and quarterbacks coming into the program, but like you can't hurt to ask, right? <laughs> I would say you've got a tight end and a, a specialty quarterback here. You're kind of a wildcat when you don't run it, throw it. But uh, talk about the play, uh, Aaron, first you, because you're the guy that, that has to make it happen initially. Were you caught off guard that nobody was there in your face to, to guard you? Uh, it, um, you know, last year, you know, that was my job to throw the long pass. This year, I kind of got my job took by Ruben Stone. You know, they were in the game, so I had to make a play. And, you know, <laughs> I just threw down, threw it down. And I knew Rob was going to be down there somewhere. somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just threw it up. You know, Rob came down with it and finished. Did you get away with a push-off, Rob, to, uh, to get position? You know, maybe. They, some people <laughs> might say that. <laughs> but... Honestly, if I push somebody, I promise you, you'll see them move a little bit more than him. So <laughs> I don't think I got away with a push off. Were, were you, when well, Coach Hodge says you guys have ran that play pass before, was there any like, uh, that's still such a hard play to complete though. You're going the full length of the floor. Was there any like, as the ball is moving the air right towards you, is there any thought in your mind in that moment of like, Oh my goodness, is this actually going to happen? Uh, no, I think I was just living the reality of it for sure. Um, like Coach Hodge said, we run that play consistently every day in practice and prepared us for times just like that. When it, when it was in the air, I was more thinking like, oh, you need to finish this. Like, you need to finish this layup more than uh, like, oh my God, the ball is in the air. <laughs> well, it was a great play, and I think you know, Coach was quick to point out that the big thing is not only did it work, but there was still time for them to get a, a shot off and then went scrambling. Uh, how hard was that? The excitement of the moment to realize we're not done yet here. Well, you see, I didn't celebrate until he missed the shot. So I waited to like, he missed Some the were shot. celebrating. Yeah, some were, <laughs> but not me, because I know, like, I know anything happened in those type of games. You know, I just waited till he missed to celebrate. And fortunately for us, he missed. What about you? Yeah, okay. Maybe I was a little subjected to celebrating a little <laughs> bit faster. Um, but then in my head, I seen uh, Wondell come over in front of me, and I'm thinking, like, I didn't hear the buzzer go off, and I'm seeing their player take it off, so now I'm, like, I'm trying to get up fast and take away at least the first pass to one of their, like, key scores um, so they have to force somebody else to make a game-time shot and who's not really used to making that shot. What was the reaction from both of you all when that did, that last shot did finally hit the far side of the glass because, I mean, it looked good. I mean, I watched it in real time. It looked like for a second that could go in. But once it does hit off to the left and it's down and the horn goes off and you get the win, I guess, Aaron, we'll start with you. Uh, What's you going know, through your head at that point? You know, I was just happy, man. We battled the whole game. We stayed together the whole game. You know, they had some shots to go in that usually they don't make. You know, Stone Cold Face, they had no reaction. You know, I was excited when – Finally, buzzers went off. Relieved. I was just like, oh, thank you. I couldn't afford for another crazy shot to go in, but just like I said, grateful. Um, definitely one of the main things, just grateful. Like, 
so grateful for the time, the experience, give all my glory to God just in the moment. In that moment, you know, you're just really happy for the things that, you know, we were allowed to do and just happy that the team stayed together and, you know, fought back. You know, I know definitely say like physicality, he came down, uh, number two came down and got a few buckets and he was talking like mess. And I'm like, all right, we about to get back. We about to get back at him. Robert, you were uh, coming off the bench and yet you're one of the nation's leading rebounders. How, how, how is it coming off the bench? And is there an advantage to, to not starting the game and kind of seeing how things are going to determine how you're going to get those rebound areas? Yeah, um, starting for me has never been like something that I'm really worried about um, because it doesn't matter uh, what you do. It's just going in and being the leader rebounder, I guess, in whatever I am in. It's just I just want to play my role to help the team out. And that's my role. I know sometimes you see me snag the ball from my own team sometimes because I'm like, this is my job. Like, let me do my job and y'all do y'all job. So just being able to help, you know, the team in that way. And sometimes it is an advantage because then you get to see how they're guarding, how they're playing, the physicality that they're coming with. So you can kind of mentally prepare yourself going in to the game without, like, starting it off. Hey, Scott. Um been with I know the the Charlotte game was the first time you guys had lost a game since uh, Bugs and Ruben went down. Um, talk about just you and and really the rest of the team as a whole having to step up. And you guys are I don't have the number of wins off the top of my head because I feel like it's been a lot. But to continue winning and continuing to put together big games of basketball with two of your most important guys out with injuries right now. You know, we're um, a no-excuse program, so we just had to, you know, Pew's guys had to step up. You know, I had to step my leadership role up, and I think I did a good job of doing that. I think me and Rob did a good job of doing that, keeping us together uh, through good, through bad, you know. I think we just did a good job of that. I want to get to both you guys' stories, but I'll start here with Aaron on why you chose to come to North Texas and why even after uh, – Coach Mack goes and gets the Texas Tech job while you chose to stick around. But but first off, why did you choose to come and play You're for the Navy? about, like, from the start? From my, I mean, it's either a four-bedroom or a two-bedroom, oh, right? That story, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> he told me this story on the road. Yeah, he, um, didn't, he didn't want to share a four-bedroom, and the other schools had four bedrooms. Yeah, but North so. Texas gave him a two-bedroom <laughs> option and share one bathroom, and so... Here we go. All right, so my last two, <laughs> my last two came up between Texas State and UNT. You know, Texas State, they had like four people to one room. and <laughs> Just not doing that. I get it. I get it. I was always I like, the, the less people All I'm that recruiting, with, everything that goes into branding, and it comes down to, comes down to that. that. And then, you know, no testers we had. Uh, we got our own room. We just had to share a restroom, and ultimately, that was the best decision of my life. Choose North Texas. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> and now, uh, Robert, I guess kind of another question for you. I mean, you're, you're one of the most experienced players in the country. Why the Mean Green? Well, like you said, I am one of the most experienced players in the country. And, uh, you know, compared to the rest of the team, make me feel old. <laughs> just a little bit, but um, really just the culture. Um, here and just the atmosphere, just even you guys sitting here in front of us, like seeing you guys smiling and just lit up. Just I like that. The family about it in itself is just something really big for me. And any culture, any place, you go, like you really have to have the bond. 
because in, in life it's not just about like you know it's about who you know and so just being able to be in a family space you know that everybody has my best intentions um, allows me to just to go so much harder when I know like coach Hodge heart is behind everything he does for us and even the fans and just everyone in the program so that was major for me and also that like they were a winning program so I wanted to learn how to win like I have experience but I will become a winner and I feel like we will be able to do that here excellent well that's Robert and Aaron Scott from the men's basketball team Big round of applause for them, gentlemen. Thank thanks for uh, spending a little bit of your Monday with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll take one final break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with Coach Hodge on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show from Rudy's I-35 in Teasley. This is the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries. The pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas Bank Econas, White Plains, New York. Want to win a trip to New Orleans? Visit MeanGreenSports.com slash contest and register for your chance to fly to New Orleans with the Mean Green basketball team on February 28th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and game tickets to see North Texas take on Tulane at Avon G. Fogelman Arena and Mean Green Apparel. Register today at MeanGreenSports.com slash contest. This exclusive opportunity is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of Mean Green Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next and welcome back to Rudy's for our final segment here of the second edition of this season's Mean Green Coaches Show as we wrap things up with the head coach of the men's basketball team, Ross Hodge. And, uh, you know, Coach, uh, we look at the game this week, just one on the slate for you all, and it's Thursday night. It's against the hated rival in SMU Thursday. Only time you get the ponies here in Denton before they run off to the ACC. Um, you know, talk about just what, from a, a, a player standpoint and a coach's standpoint, what that game means to try and get your rival in the, in the time you, you share a room in the American Athletic Conference. Yeah, I mean, we understand how big of a game it is and how meaningful it is to the people, you know, here in, in, uh, in the Metroplex. Um, be a lot of excitement, you know, surrounding the game. Um, coach Lanier's done a great job. They got a they got a great team. They're probably playing as good as anybody in our league right now. Um, really good defensively, so it's uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I know there's like a lot of excitement surrounding it, and you can't really run from it or hide from it or try to act like it's 
it's not, you know, you know it's a big game, you know it means a lot to a lot of people, but at the same time, you know, it is one of one of 18, and um, you talked to our guys in the past before, like, they're certainly not going to be handing out any trophies after the game on Thursday, and, and it is a little unique, you know, because you said the only game this week, but you do have a game at Florida Atlantic on Sunday at noon, um, and it kind of turns the new week, but, you know, regardless, and that's one thing about being in this league, it's such a great league that you got to be able to, you have a great win, you got to be able to compartmentalize it, turn the page quickly and get ready for the next one. If you have a devastating loss, you got to be able to do the same and try to have some level of even deal because not only those two, but if you look over the course of the next four or five, six games, they're all against really good teams. Um, you can beat every one of them, but if you don't play right, you can get beat too. That's the reality. Matt Danello, your trainer, Coach Martinez, your strength coach, been working overtime to get two guys back and ready. What are, what's the status of Ruben and, uh, and Bug? Yeah, yeah, they um, they were they were actually participants in our practice on Friday. Um, did all non-contact, and they were able to play some one-on-one uh, with each other. You got to watch that game. You said yeah. that was fun. Was um, fun. Got to watch them play one-on-one. Got a little competitive, and then they uh, they practiced this morning. Um, and, and involved in scrimmage situations. So barring any setbacks, they, they are on the right trajectory to, to get back, and, and I know we need them back desperately. Briefly, Coach, we've got just under a minute, but talk about how your players, I know we've said it before, but how your, the rest of your roster has responded to them being out with injuries right now because I think they've done a phenomenal job of stepping up everybody around them. Yeah, man, it's, it's such a resilient group. They're so tough. They're so connected. and. Uh, again, you got to give those guys a lot of credit. Like Aaron said at best, nobody made excuses. Nobody felt sorry for themselves. They just stuck together. Well, that's our Main Green Coaches show, second edition of the semester. We'll be right back here next Monday at noon to talk with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Have a good rest of your week. We'll see you at the Super Pit. This has been the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Coca-Cola, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, and by Mellow Signs. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Mean Green Sports Network.